Welcome to the Kingsley Grant Show, the podcast dedicated to helping you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow. Kingsley believes his leadership paradigm, emotelligence, the art of succeeding where others failed, is the key to achieving this status. On this show, Kingsley guides you through the uncharted waters of emotional intelligence and leadership essentials, with the guarantee that upon exit, you will become more skilled in relationship management, decision-making, and job performance. Now here's your host, your coach, and your Sherpa, Kingsley Grant. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This is your boy, Kingsley Grant, behind the Jamaican microphone, bringing you yet another show. Today, I am coming to you from the command center of the Immortelligent Leadership Institute, where I am in an undisclosed location because I'm written into the vault of where I have stacks and stacks of the resources that I have, especially for you. They are selected. So today, I'm going to reach as right now into the vault. Okay, I've, I, I've got it. Oh, yeah, let me put that down here. All right, we've got it. We've got it. So we're going to unpack today's show or today's episode, having just retrieved from the vault this very special resource in my hand that I have actually kept safely up until this moment. Could not wait to unfold, so to speak, what it is that we're going to share. And today we're going to talk about a topic that you probably have heard or, or seen that states people don't leave companies, they leave bosses, right? Have you, haven't you, have you seen that? Have you read that somewhere? Have you heard that somewhere? I, I see it quite a bit, especially on the LinkedIn platform. And I follow a number of people that tend to repost or share or comment making that statement. And, and they will chide in really quickly. And, and everyone will like, oh, wow, so profound, deep. That's true. And... Of course, they'll garnish a number of likes and even additional comments on that statement. Let me raise my hand and said, I have also done that. And maybe you have as well. But what happened is when I first launched this show, I stated that one of the things you will find me doing And that is take what we hear often and have accepted at face value and just roll with it without questioning what what, what was the reason someone made this statement. Where did it come from? What was the context that drove that statement, that birthed? That statement. And, and you know, we, we, we tend to hear things and just accept it for what it is, right? 
let me give you an, an example very quickly because you know I I grew up in in a Christian environment or home but also in Jamaica where it was fairly a, a country that leaned towards more of a spiritual you know you would almost find everybody or most people that I know went to church and so we, we you you hear often religious statements spiritual statements and this one that I hear often is this right ready for this one you may also have heard this already somewhere that God helps those who help themselves and and, and people will will almost like stake their lives it's in the Bible somewhere oh yes as they will say as you read in the Bible God helps those who helps themselves and you know I accepted it at first. And I just never actually knew it wasn't in the Bible until one day I found out <laughs> it wasn't in the Bible. And then I realized, you know, somebody who was very well-intentioned, I believe, made that statement. It became part of the cultural narrative. And there we go. And so it's true when we hear this statement People don't leave companies, they leave bosses. And I say it's somewhat inaccurate. It's it's somewhat inaccurate. And I will share with you why I believe there is some inaccuracy around that statement. Now, you might hear what I share and think of it as, come on, Kingsley, that's like, that's been kind of anal here. That's been, you know, that's technicality. But my friend, do you know that one word? Or one statement can make a huge difference. It can change whatever direction that statement was going in. One word. And you've heard and found that out to be true as well, right? Someone can just make a statement and just tweak by putting in a phrase or a word and everything goes awry. So we've got to be careful, especially as leaders. Remember now. Almost everything you say is put under, to some degree, the microscope. It's been parsed. It's been cut. It's been analyzed. It's been, you know, because people are are taking you as the leader. They want to hear. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Most times, it's not the good things you're saying, right? They are waiting for you to slip, or say something that just is out of, you know, out of character, and they will latch on to that. Have that ever happened to you? Or have you ever done that? We, we, we find that the negative gets more traction, gets more mileage than the positive. The positive seem to come and, and die down too quickly. Because it's not newsworthy. It's not, you know, it's not as pro- provocative as a negative word or statement or story. That's why the news media thrives on negativity. You know, it's amazing how many people will spend hours and hours and hours and feed their minds on news, bad news, over and over again. And they wonder why they're living in a life of anxiety. So we've got to then realize as leaders, words matter. 
as leaders, what we say, what we do, it's been watched. People get their cues from us and they listen to the nuances. They listen and and most times they will interpret what you're saying in a context that may not be what you intended. And and so it's important that we we not just listen to whatever is said and take it at face value. Because as a leader, as a boss, right, you would probably not accept this statement to be what it is. You would probably find another reasons for why people left your company, left your organization. And, and this is what I find, you know, in my book, The Immortaligent Leader Succeed Where Others Failed and Become the Leader Everyone Loves and Wants to Follow. I talk about this very same thing into some degree, right? I say most times leaders where they fail is because they are very short-sighted. They, they don't want to hear something, a feedback, especially when it has to do with them. And, you know, one of the assessments that is so powerful, which I believe, if you have not yet done this assessment called the 360, I would encourage you to get that. Why? Because it's a well-rounded assessment where you have other people, your team members, your peers, give a feedback on how they see you. Now, if you're insecure, obviously, this may feel a bit intimidating or awkward, right? You may not be ready for this yet because you are, you're, you're you know, not feeling as secure as you ought to. Or if you are very thin-skinned, thin-skinned means that, you know, you're easily impacted emotionally. And, and maybe you show your emotions and your sleeve where a person can tell that you're not, you know, there's something wrong because you wear, you display, you telegraph, you share your emotion and you you, you don't hide it. it. It's very obvious, Right. And so what happened, the 360 allows people to tell you some things that you may not want to hear, but you need to hear. And so when you're thinking about people leaving, what I find in my research from my book and and some of the leaders I've spoken to through the years, I will hear them tell me that people are leaving their company, their organization, and it's not because of them. They will say it's because of the people who are leaving. And they will blame them. They will find a way to make it their fault. Am I, am I right? Do you find that to be so? Where people will use, you know, will not want to see themselves in the mirror as possibly the reason. But imagine if you have, in, a, in your organization, more people leaving than staying, or you have a high turnover rate. There's something, is, is, there's one common denominator, right? And, and that's probably the leader. Maybe you, maybe it's me. And we've got to then be honest. So I, I wrote in my book about the fact that leaders possibly sometimes will fail because they don't want to see themselves as the issue, as a problem. And, and people don't, some, I wouldn't say all the time, but some people are not honest if you ask them why they're leaving, 
They will give you other reasons. They will tell you the reason why they're leaving is X, Y, Z, but they won't tell you that possibly it's you. I mean, who wants to be a bearer of bad news? Who wants to tell a leader that, hey, you know, I'm leaving because you're not you're not a good leader. You have not led well. Or here's where your leadership really, you know, stinks. I mean, how often do people say that? Yet, if you interview those people and speak with them off record or after they've left, almost, almost invariably you'll find a lot of those people will tell you the reason, the true reason why they left, and they will point to leadership. So they left because of the boss. But when people say people don't leave companies, they leave bosses, I wanted to take some time to actually add one more thing. We talk about adding a word and how that can change the meaning of everything, right? And so I'm going to do that in a few moments. Before we do that, you know, what we do here is we do a did you know segment. A did you, a did you know segment is one where I find an attraction in Jamaica, where I am from, and we highlight that. I highlight that here and give you just another place you might want to visit when you go to Jamaica. You may want to think about and ask where you're staying about this place because you heard it on the Kings of the Grand show, right? And you want to be able to, to say, hey, maybe I want to go check it out. And so I'm performing, I'm really providing basically a free ad for a lot of these places. Hopefully they pay me one day. <laughs> a free promotional, right? So, but I really doing it for for you. I, I, I do it as a service for you because I, I believe you're deserving of this. Because when you do go to a vacation, which I know, which you need to, right? Take some time away. That Jamaica ought to be one of those places you go to. So we are going to get into our Did You Know segment. So here we go. Did you know that our international star, the late Bob Marley, right? The reggae star who placed reggae really on the map internationally. And almost every place you go, you will hear a Bob Marley song. And they're in the, in the parish of St. Anne, right? The village of Nine Mile. So the village, the village is called Nine Mile. And it's a small village. But it's a mecca for music fans. Where the final resting place of the legend himself, Bob Marley, is right so there's a guided tour you can have that will take you through a small museum and to the mausoleum the mausoleum where marley is buried i have a problem saying that word sometimes so forgive me during the tour you can learn about the rastafarian religion that which is what his religion was and hear interesting stories of marley's extraordinary life i went there myself one on one visit that I went as a, quote, tourist back to my country. And that was my first time being there. It's amazing to see and read some of the, his, um, just his life and the things he went through and all of that. But it was, it's really historical. It's a great story. And if you're ever 
in Jamaica for a length of time and in the area of St. Anne, which is not too far from the big tourists area of Ocherias and so on, you ask about this, the Mecca where, just ask for where Bob Marley is, you know, his mausoleum is and where you can go to see the tour. But that's where he is in the parish of St. Anne, the Nine Mile Village. Did you know that? Well, now you know and now you must go. We now return to regular broadcasting of the Kings of Grant show. Okay, we are we're going to dive in now and not spend a whole lot of, lot more time because we kind of made a case for what what that one word can make a difference and you're going to see right now where that one word shifts the conversation. It shifts it from simply people don't leave companies, they leave bosses, right? And what I my contention in this episode is that that statement is somewhat inaccurate, right? Because people will leave companies for a myriad of reasons. But we do know that People who join a certain company or business, they joined it because they liked it. They really felt a draw. They felt drawn towards that. There's something about that company that drew them, right? They got there and things were like, they're all excited about being kind of a part of that company. They're excited to know that, hey, yeah, I work at XYZ company. So they're, they're, they're really pumped about it. But then not long after, they're leaving. And you ask the question, why are you leaving? And I thought you were so excited. I thought this was where you wanted to be. And they will tell you, of course, like I said, if depends on who's asking, they will give you the reason why they're leaving. But for the most part, I find that people leave because of a relationship issue, a relationship issue with the owners, the leaders, their bosses. And one of the things about emotional intelligence, right, is where a person who is a boss is able to build good relationships with their 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 team members, and it takes self-awareness to do that. Well, at least at the very beginning, where he or she has to be self-aware and then to manage, manage his or her, her emotions, right, and then becoming socially aware to manage the relationship. And when that is not done, and, you know, the idea of the four basic leadership skills, which, is, which are goal setting, communication, trust, and accountability, right? That is have to be woven into that relationship. And when that is goes awry and it's not happening the way it should, obviously there's a disruption. And so somebody going to have to, you know, intervene or then you end up with someone leaving. So here's why I say, now it's taking me this long to say this, and uh, you know, you're going to be like, okay, come on, Kingsley, as I said before, but I wanted to set the stage that when I do mention this, you can actually be in agreement with me and, and possibly be that person that would get this word out and comment on or just insert 
this one word. And so here's how I think this statement ought to be read. People don't leave companies. They leave bad bosses. Or they leave bosses who are not as emotionally intelligent as they ought to. When I use the word bad, it's not that they are bad bosses, right? It's not a bad person. It's just that their leadership needs work. And so maybe I should also not use the word bad because bad connotates that the person is a bad person. And and that's not a good way. Maybe I should have just used people don't leave companies. They leave less than competent leaders could be one way to put it. They leave leaders who are, and I'll use the word again, whose leadership skills need to be improved, need to be worked on. But my best way of saying it is that they leave leaders who are not as emotionally intelligent as they ought to be, because that is a missing factor. It's not about their IQ anymore. Their IQ have established the fact that they are competent, con, you know, competent in the area of intellectual. And they have intellectual competency, but the idea of emotional competency, where it's where relationships are maintained, where relationships are success, are where you succeed in relationships. That's the differentiator. And the studies and the research have shown that if you've listened to, which I hope you have, to a number of my podcast episodes in the past, you would have already been able to pick up on this and say, yes, Kings, that makes sense. Because all the statistics you've shown, the case studies, the research you've shown in the past episodes, that makes sense. So my contention is, and this is not about technicality, it's very important because some bosses are not to be blamed for why people left. People left because of a number of reasons, as I mentioned before. But when it comes to leaving for the, the boss or the leader, it's because they're not emotionally, intelligently competent. That is the idea of what I wanted to share. So that's why I say leaving bosses is somewhat inaccurate. Yes, it's taken me this long to to say this, but people, some people who are that, you know, come on, Kingsley, you could have said said that in the first five or ten minutes. Let me give, give you ten minutes, but twenty? Come on. Well, my friend, you know, as I mentioned before, and I did I did a whole episode on this that leaders there's three E's of leadership, and there are three E's that I operate from here as the host of the show, and that is to educate, to empower, and to entertain. Those three E's. And that's why I I make sure that my show have all those things in it. And I hope you are hearing that today. And I also hope that you understand this is how I frame my show. And this is what it is that I believe why people are listening, because I'm just not that boring type. <laughs> At least I, in my humble opinion, I wanted to make sure that, you know, when you come here, you're going to get something of substance, but also you're going to get some empowering moments, inspirational moments, and as well as what I think is entertaining to some degree, right? Not entertaining where it's all, you know, comedic 
in this in nature, but it's just that I talk about things and I introduce concepts and ideas, and hopefully it flows where it is not just your humdrum kind of show. Well, my friend, I, I want to say thank you so very much for for listening and your patience. I thank you for your continued support and and sharing this show with other people because we're expanding. We are expanding at a very rapid rate, which I give credit to you for helping me to get the message out, the word out that this show exists. And if you could do me a favor today is to make sure that you share your love. Just let me know that you're digging this show by commenting, reviewing, leaving a review, or whatever your platform you're listening on, just find out how you can give me some, show me some love. I would truly appreciate that. And if you want to get a free copy of the book and you live within the United States, as I mentioned before, that right now you can get it, a free copy just by covering shipping and handling. And I'm working still on trying to get this international where if you are in an international audience, which you are part of my show, which I know you are, 35 other countries, I really want to make sure that it's made possible for you to you as well. And so if you go to kingsleygrant.com, kingsleygrant.com slash free leadership book, you can get the information as how to secure your, your free copy. My friend, thank you so very much. Remember, you're one skill away from your best hope. One skill. And that's what I hope to deliver. So let's kind of put this show away as in the archives. Reach into the vault and let's tuck the show away. There you go. It's now put away. And with that said, my friend, things are wrapping up here. Peace out. God bless. And I'll see you on the flip side. Yay!